17 away from 10, 9 o'clock. Ah, yes, what a wonderful track that is. My next guest will be bopping away to it. Might be his personal theme song, I'm not sure. Hello, Craig McMillan. Daniel, I'm good, thanks. Good tune there. I used to walk out to that at different times. I, I thought you did. Well, there was a good chance you did, Return of the Mac. You know, it's pretty, you know one plus one equals two. Yeah. What, what were your other tracks? Um, what else did I have? Had that one, had, probably had a Britney Spears at some stage. I tended to be into my pop music, which used to cop a little bit nice. of grief from the guy. Um, There's probably a bit of Westlife there. It would have been some soft stuff, some, some easy singing nice. tunes, I would have thought, Daniel, from memory. Mate, you you are who you are. You like what you like, mate, and you shouldn't hide from it. Uh, that's what I think. Uh, I, I hope you uh, had a great Christmas and New Year, and the cheese cutter collection was uh, built up by the family around the <laughs> Christmas tree. I'm sure it was, my friend. Uh, but commiserations on yesterday. What a dark day for Canterbury cricket, losing, losing to the <laughs> mightiest province of them all. Yeah, Wellington have got two very good sides, you have to say that. Um, and they certainly outplayed the two Canterbury sides yesterday. Um, and they're going to be hard to beat in, in the Super Smash competition, but it was a dark day. It was Carnival Day at Hagley, but it wasn't too much to shout and cheer about if you were a fan of the Red and Blacks. Uh, yeah, Robinson hits it all right, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He's a dangerous player. He's played a couple of good knocks, hasn't he, um, in the Super Smash. Um, he's a boundary hitter, like staying leg side of the ball, but um, yeah, he's making a bit of a name for himself so far in the T20 comp. Uh, Craig McMillan is with us, former Black Cap, and of course, uh, cricket commentator, doing fine work as always with TVNZ. Uh, let's talk about the series against Pakistan more seriously. It's time for the New Zealand top order to stand up, right? Um, after the series against Bangladesh, the top order was pretty fragile and put the team at serious risk of an unthinkable series loss against Bangladesh. They can't afford that. No, they can't. And there's a lot of question marks on this New Zealand T20 side. I don't actually know where they're at. Um, yeah. But one of the one of the questions that has to be answered is the top order, and I guess Kane Williamson coming back into the side will sort of help alleviate some of those fears. I, I guess there's still the big question mark over Finn Allen. Um, he continues to bully the domestic scene, but struggles at the international scene. I think he's only been out, batted outside the first six overs five times in his 35 matches for New Zealand. So it's a it's a bigger it's a a decent amount of games now to actually be drawing some conclusions about where he's at. So he needs to stand up and um, you know provide some some decent innings at the top of the order. It's the best place to bat in T20 cricket. Let's be honest. Um, it's where you can actually score big, win a game. Um, it's the best time to bat. Two fielders out in the first six overs. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting series. So there's a lot of players coming and going. You've still got the likes of Michael Bracewell who will go back into that New Zealand side at some stage. Um, so they have to sort out the balance, really, because I've still got question marks over the balance of this New Zealand side. Yeah, I think I think you raised an interesting um, you know, turn of phrase and, and quite an accurate one in my mind about not sure where they're at. They kind of shouldn't know where they're at. This is a really experienced group. It's essentially the same top order. They got them to a World Cup semi-final in 2022, but, but they do look a bit out of sorts over the last year. Yeah, they do. Um, and the average age of the squad for New Zealand's 30, whereas Pakistan's only 26. So it's an experienced ageing group that New Zealand have got, but there's still quite a few question marks on the balance of the side um, because, let's be honest, they're heading towards the T20 World Cup, which is not far away. They've only got three series between now and the start of the World Cup. They've got the five matches here against Pakistan, 
three against Australia and another series against Pakistan before they hit that T20 World Cup. So there's not a lot of time in terms of working out the exact balance and the plane 11 that you want. So it concerns me a little bit with the chopping and changing that's going on. Um, I think the coach and the selectors should have it pretty much down, down pat, the side that they want, how they're going to play. But yeah, there's still a little bit of a question mark over that. Yeah, it's going to be Alan Conway, Williamson, Phillips, Mitchell, Chapman, your top six. Kane Williamson confirmed that yesterday. Um, as far as the bowling, Mitchell Sandner, well, duh, he always starts. He's a rock sort of in that team with the, with the ball. The question is, do you play Sodi or all the quicks? At that basket case for ground, Craig, it, I, think to, I think team selection um, can be quite a long meeting for that ground in particular. Yeah, it can. My past memories of being part of that management group that there was a lot of times talked about the boundaries and the shape and the size of Eden Park because it's just so unusual. Um, yeah, interesting. Eden Park at times can actually have some good pace and bounce. Um, yeah. And, and the ball can fly to all parts. And we know that it's a high-scoring ground because of the dimensions of the ground. But, um, you know, you're trying to get the players, the batters, to hit the ball square where there's bigger pockets. And you're trying to be not too full because anything full tends to go back sailing over your head for six. So, Sodi will be an interesting one. I mean, you've got Phillips as well. So, you've got Chapman as well. You bring Bracewell back into that. So, that's what I'm talking about, the balance. Does Ish Sodi actually have a spot in that New Zealand side once you bring those players back? Because it's you've got a lot of players that can bowl spin. So, you have a lot of different options. And I guess it's just working out that balance that captain and coach are going to have to get from the series. Pakistan, Rizwan, uh, Barbara Azam, even though you know most of Pakistan's in panic mode that he's out of form. God forbid a cricketer actually gets out of form once in a while, but he's that good. He's going to be fine. That They really have been the, the heart and soul of that middle order. Uh, Fuck Zaman, of course. A, and a bowling unit that sort of travels well, right? That's probably a nice way to describe their, their bowling unit. Yeah, they do. They're a very good bowling unit. Um, and the match hardens. I know that it's been a different format with Test cricket in Australia, but they are match-hardened, so I think they're a dangerous side. We're ranked three in the world, Daniel. They're ranked four, so there's not too much between the two sides, and there's an unpredictability about Pakistan that just makes them watchable. You never... And when we're, I was playing against them as well, you never knew what Pakistan side was going to turn up. Yeah. You had your fingers crossed and were hoping that it wasn't a good day for Pakistan because at their best, <laughs> we, know, we know how much talent and how yeah. skillful they are. <laughs> But <laughs> you knew that on the on a bad day, you, you, you could win rather easily. So um, that's why they're watchable. That's why I think it's going to be an exciting, good series between the two teams. But they have players in quality in the batting lineup. They have quality with the ball, good spinners. So, um, yeah, I think tonight's going to be a cracker. Yeah, no question about that. It's going to be a really good series. Uh, Craig, let me get, out, get you out on this one. We've got tickets to give away, and we're asking fans to send in their favourite memory of cricket at Eden Park. Uh, as part of our giveaway, what, what's your one favourite memory of the games you may have watched, played in, mm. at that uh, unique venue? Yeah, well, the one thing I like about Eden Park, Daniel, and, and it often cops a bit of criticism because of its shape and size, and it's not a cricket ground, and we know that it's a rugby ground that cricket is played on, but it has the ability to produce high-scoring, entertaining thrills. It does. And, and it just... Some grounds don't have that ability, but Eden Park does. I think there's been four ties in T20 cricket, which is the highest amount of ties around the world for a cricket ground. So it does produce thrillers and good games of cricket. 
Um, if I cast my memory back, there was certainly one, the Chapel Hadley 2007, we chased down 350 um, yeah. at Eden Park, um, which was a special game because we'd been battered all around Eden Park. It was a hot day. Um, and then we went out and uh, Ross Taylor might have scored 100, maybe his first one for New Zealand. So it was early in his ODI career. And Peter Fulton played well. And we ended up, um, we slogged a few at the end and we got home. So that was a pretty cool match to chase down 350 in front of the atmosphere at Eden Park is one of the best in terms of cricket grounds yeah, around the country. Say that. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that ground only needs 15 to 20,000 and it's heaving, isn't it? So, um, so let's hope, fingers crossed, that we get another thriller tonight. There's every chance with these two teams we could. Craig, always a treat having you on the show, mate. Great to hear your voice. Enjoy the call. Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, you'll get over Canterbury's disastrous day eventually. <laughs> Thanks for your time. We'll be back. The Red and Blacks will be back. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> Craig McMillan uh, joining us on the program. Keep your thoughts coming out through to double eight double three as your favourite memories from that uh, venue and you could win some tickets. Uh, our coverage tonight starts at 7 o'clock back after the break.